This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 201 of The Real Word. Word is up. Guess what else is up? We've got some Brad Inman articles, not only on this podcast, Nicole, but next podcast as well. We're going to go over his predictions. We've got a lot of Brad Inman. But we love Brad. Back. I feel like we've been neglecting Brad, so it's about no, time. He's, he's been neglecting us ever since he sold Inman. I haven't seen no, much of Brad, but no it's nice. No content, yes. It's nice at the end of the year to have a couple of Brad Inman articles. And that's what we're going to lead off with here in racket number one. Brad Inman in an opinion piece writes, better, referring to better.com, brawls and Zillow's misfire. Brad Inman says it's just the start. So let's dive into what that means. Brad says anger is one reaction to shattered expectations, but you can't pick a fight with an unforgiving market. These days, everyone's fighting their own fears. And so we've got a booming housing market, right? It gives generously, Brad says, forgives blunders and hides mistakes. A slowing market exposes mismanaged companies, weak leadership, and alpha male executives. So for anyone that didn't see the CEO of Better.com, Better Mortgage, Maybe that's what he's referring to on the alpha male executive. Nicole, you said before the show. I mean, he you... came out firing. He came out firing. Yeah, he did. He did a little. little uh, a little. Hook a shot, lot a little, of it. A little Jake Paul knockout punch there to, to start off the opinion piece. <laughs> did uh, you, you did not see the Zoom call that the Better.com CEO. I didn't, but that doesn't really mean much. Yeah. So. Yeah. He fired 900. Most people have probably seen this by now. He's fired 900 employees over a Zoom call, but he made it all about him. Last time I did this, you know, I cried and, you know, you, you guys just haven't done what you're supposed to do. So you're all fired effective immediately. Well, somebody recorded it and put that out there. This is the second time in my career I'm doing this and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, this time I hope to be stronger, but we are laying off about 15% of the company on social well what happened since then is he's been relieved of his duties the ceo it's like okay yeah go take a back seat here bud we we don't right necessarily need that kind of leadership better.com was really they think they do mortgages better and they were actually offering free real estate services to get you to do the loan with them nicole so hmm. they'd be like hey do the loan with us and we'll give you free real way estate to make, services. Way to make friends. Way to make friends with those real estate agents. Well, they, they just feel like they can do everything better. And, right. and that was the audacity of this CEO. So I agree with Brad there. This one particular leader, this I don't I wouldn't even call him alpha male. I would just call him an idiot. If you watch the Zoom, you, you would know what I what I'm talking about. Uh so he goes on to say instead it was the tale of bubble bursting. Bubble bursting of a bubble bursting, in this case, 75% drop in refi volume. So that's why they laid off the 900 people. They don't have the refis, right? And right. And part of you know the interest rates going up in 2022, you know, that, that's the problem here. If you don't have the refis, and they did like $2.8 trillion worth of refis. It was over $2 trillion worth of refis in the last year. That number is expected to drop to $860 billion going forward in this year, Nicole. Mm-hmm. So they've got to mm-hmm. make up that money somewhere either by right. firing the 900 employees or getting more 
purchase loans. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so Brad says it was probably a necessary business decision. Uh, obviously not handled well as we, uh, you know, reviewed there. So, you know, this is a fast growing fintech company. That's the thing. All these fintech companies and they think they do everything better. They, he writes it perfectly here. Arrogant leadership, untrained in managing cycles, turned the incident into that public fiasco that we I talked about. I feel like about. I got to go watch it now. You've got to watch like it. I got to Google it. I'm going to Google it. It was so bad. He was like so monotone. It, it had no empathy for the situation. Not only that, he just he just literally kept talking about himself and you're right. laying off 900 people like two weeks before the holidays. Christmas, it, yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. So he also talks about Zillow. Sloppy retreat from iBuying is a tamer version of the same story. Market whiplash slamming a company that once seemed invincible, wiping out $20 billion worth of shareholder value. So, uh, and then he talks about that mortgage lender brawl that we talked about last week. Even that brawl so earlier this month mm-hmm. in Atlantic City has the roots of a market shift. So basically Brad's take here is that the market is shifting. So for mortgage people, they don't have that refi business, right? For right. Zillow, they, they couldn't predict the values of homes and and they didn't have a good eye buying model. And he's saying that this is making everybody, this underlying issue Mm -hmm. of the market shifting is making everyone furious. He compares it to, you know, violent drama on airplanes, which I'm getting on an airplane a lot. I haven't seen much violent drama. I know you see a couple TikTok clips of it here and there. Mm -hmm. So I say, Mm -hmm. Brad, I think you're taking like a very small percentage but you know he's saying that you can blame the wacko passengers, but it's really the virus is the underlying issue. So he's saying to us agents, get ready for more tales of woe as the mm-hmm. overheated of woo, woo or woe, 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 woe. More tales of drama, basically as this overheated housing market cools. So there's gonna be more frustration is what he's what he's saying here Mm -hmm. for agents so he wants us to go back to our 2020 playbook of connecting with people nicole how often have we said that every single moment of our lives all the time right all the time have these conversations build deep relationships in your community with your network your past clients everybody on and on and on he's saying go back to that playbook i don't know why Anybody would, would have strayed from the yeah, playbook, but yeah. uh, abandoned that playbook. And I agree with him, right? When when t- times are uncertain, those people that communicate at the highest level, that have a plan, that are the most educated on what's going on, are going to f- make other people feel the best to to be able to navigate those new waters. So, yep. I, I'd agree with that. I don't know that, you know. Everything, Brad, I can't wait to get into his predictions next year because a lot of his predictions have been wrong. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Remember we talked well, about the eye buying prediction was 50% yeah. of the market? Right. That didn't work out, right? Um, so I don't know. Do you, do you agree with Brad, Nicole, that the market is making people go crazy right now, that the, the anger is stemming from the market? Well, maybe. I mean, I, I, I guess the problem here is, is that people are being reactionary, um, and that's always – that's always a problem. I think too, because, you know, every, even I'm sure you get it too. Like you could be randomly out somewhere or with your family. They're like, wow, you must be so busy. The mark, like, so there's like this inflated. Well, I hate it when people say you must be so busy. I'm always busy. You must be, the you must up be or down. so, yeah, you must be so busy. The market. Yeah. So it's, 
Yeah, I mean, I I, I think though that if you're again, I, I if you're. I yes, I think if it's if it's if you're uncertain um and you're feeling the shift, but every year it shifts differently. Like you have yeah. to you have to be you have to be polable in this in this business. You have to you have to feel it, you have to sense it, you have to be prepared for it. Um again, I mean I feel like people probably feel like going into the first quarter every year, regardless of what the market is too, but um I think that there, I think the biggest problem, to be quite honest, and it kind of goes into like this brawl thing too, is that social media right now is like, like, look at the schools last week. Like, most of the schools shut down because of this like TikTok thing. So I think that, I think that the anger also probably stems a little bit from like compare, like you're comparing, you're feeling like maybe you're not doing enough or mm. you're jealous. Um, I think jealousy is a horrible, mean, terrible thing um so i think it's just i think it's really just like the compound effect of of just what's happening in society in general too that's that's sort of making this all happen um again i mean 15 years ago we never would have seen anyone get fired on zoom let alone someone recording it and then putting it on social media so i'm certain he got fired mostly because it got put on social media because i i guarantee you most people wouldn't even have cared how he fired the people as long as he fired them you know so i just the whole thing is it's we're living in different times brad ended with an endlessly rewarding market puffs up our self-importance and that's i mean you're talking about that like people puffing on social media oh, a little bit here yeah well oh. especially this time of year like i'm closing out the year with 50 deals and 17 million dollars like yeah i don't mind I, I don't mind that stuff but no what? i don't mind that stuff at all i don't i don't mind when, when people post that it, like they've earned Dude, it the, people, the lady at it. gap doesn't tell you how many sales she's done because she works you- at gap and then there's nothing wrong with working at gap but i'm but i'm just hey if she got a nationwide uh record for the gap she should post that too she should be proud of that uh, but but people are puffing up a little bit too much consist you know i think there's time and place for for the puffery but brad says a less forgiving one which we may be entering i don't mm-hmm. know you know i think it's just i don't know if we're less forgiving maybe a more volatile one right reminds us that the most valuable things in our professional lives are earned mm-hmm. with determination grit and hard working uh, and hard work. What happens next is our own making. So, I thought yeah. it was a great article. I, I'm I'm glad to see Brad back. And he's got a whole bunch of comments. Anytime Brad posts, he he gets a whole bunch of comments. It, he has some people that are. He's got one guy, Anthony, coming at him in the comments section. Go check that out. He wasn't, you know, he he talks about Brad's bromance with prop tech. And uh, talking about all the losses Zillow Open Door. How about those losses Open Doors had since their last earnings? I love seeing that. Offerpad, Redfin, they're all down big year to date. Listen, guys, don't do the don't do the dance on Zillow. I'm telling you, that'll come back to to bite you. Tell you that right now. We'll get it, we'll get into that more on uh, predictions next week. All right, racket number two. Trulia has decided to copycat Redfin and realtor.com zillow on trulia will ditch crime data beginning in early 2022 the announcement comes after realtor.com and redfin which we covered on last week's episode 200 mm-hmm. also revealed plans to avoid crime data so redfin has been out front at saying everybody should follow suit all the big real estate website portals should not have crime data because 
we've never had it and we're super conscious on how not to discriminate to people. Look at us, copy us. And, and they wanted mm -hmm. everybody to follow suit because they believe that the crime data is inaccurate. They mm -hmm. believe that it doesn't, it's not easy to predict because all the communities are different. They talk about mm -hmm. and that it doesn't really reflect safety yet. Well, and it reinforces racial stereotypes and, Potential biases. And that's where, the, yeah, they're talking about it, yes. it can be used for discrimination. And, and that's why some neighborhoods have been held back. But yet, and we covered this last week, Redfin wants to, you know, say that they're going to provide all the information, but but they are picking and choosing here. So uh, Zillow owned Trulia is now copying Redfin Realtor.com. Zillow already did not have crime data on there. So, and that was like Redfin. Redfin never, never had it either, but. Uh, now they're saying that they definitely will not. They were toying with the idea of doing it. Now they're definitely not going to do it. Public uh, safety data is defined and measured differently across communities, which may perpetuate bias in real estate and presents challenging with challenges with providing accurate came, uh, crime data for our vendors. Now, if you go on, the, this is an Inman article, which we'll link up. If you go down, they'll show you where Trulia has crime on their map. It says map, schools, crime, shop, eat. So you're saying that it is defined and measured differently across communities, okay? Well, schools are too. So take off the schools. And now you're going to tell people shop and eat? Take that off too. Because what are you going to go based off of reviews of who, who likes which restaurant better? Maybe your palate isn't sophisticated enough, Trulia. Well, Redfin. they may just be talking about maybe the amount of shopping and eating is available. Sure. Right? Yeah, the locations, think, but but yeah. But what's next? It's like, are these locations good? Right? That's what people want to know. Like, okay, uh, you know, is this local grocery store any good, or should I just be buying within two miles of a Starbucks and a Whole Foods? We know there's been studies out there, Nicole. We've seen them. If you live within two miles of a Starbucks and a, a Whole Foods, your value on your real estate goes up, right? Mm -hmm. So, okay, uh, Redfin, you're going to show people where the, the Whole Foods are? And are you now pushing people to buy in those communities because they want to be closer to Whole Foods because they don't know what the little mom and pop shop is? Right. Or how good it is? I don't so you know. say so you think remove it all or keep it all? Is that what you're Either thinking? Either remove everything and just show listings or show it all. You can't mm -hmm. pick and choose what is helpful to the real estate consumer and what's not. You see, you're you're getting into what people hate about big tech. Like Facebook is gonna stop people from speaking or or Twitter's gonna stop certain people from being able to have a voice on their platform but yet terrorists can have a voice on their platform, right? So you're deciding now what's good for people when they're looking up information in a neighborhood, either right. put it all or put none of it. You can't have it both ways, Redfin, Trulia, Zillow, Realtor. You guys are prisoners of the moment. You wanna be seen as doing something really great for all mankind and, and, and inequality and all that. And I'm with you on that. But the way in which you do it has got to be consistent. So either say, we're just going to show you real estate listings 
or we're going to give you all the data because I promise you people are going to look up crime data still with or without you. I of promise course. you people are going to look up school data with or without you. Obviously. So either show it all or show none of it would be my take, Nicole. But I mean, there's comments on my Instagram. You can go over to my Instagram and I posted last week's where I talk about Redfin canceling crime data. And there's people on both sides of the coin that agree that, hey, th this is going to you know, cause discrimination and redlining and, right. and, and these types yeah. of things. Right. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I agree with you. It's a, again, it's a, it's a fine line. I, I don't, I don't, obviously you have to be ethical. Like you, you, you took, you took the vow when you got your license that you wouldn't do any of that. So, um, I don't know the, I don't so know the answer. There's I mean, an agent. Again, I, go ahead. Re react to this. There's an agent in my comments that, um, she says, I asked the question, should crime data be posted on real estate search websites? No. Mm -hmm. She says, if a realtor starts to give out, and this is Lakefront Mary, love the name, Mary on IG, Lakefront Mary. Mm -hmm. No, if a realtor starts to give out info, you never really know if it's a opinion or a fact. So a realtor that gives out info, you never know if it's opinion or fact. It should be it could be the basis for redlining. The public should do their own research. So she hasn't had a chance to respond to my uh, reply back to her. And I said, in your opinion, agents have no place in educating on what the area offers. So are we just transaction agents? Nicole, should an agent offer data, which could be, you know, I mean, there are some things that are fact, right? There's three schools in this town, right? Or right. Like or that, that would be a fact, right? Now, which school is the best? Can't You can't really get, get into that too much, you know, on a, from a factual basis, obviously. Right. But, but should an agent be able to educate on like, hey, this is my favorite restaurant. This is my favorite place to go grocery shopping. This is my, these are my top three places to enjoy nature in the area. Should an agent get into that or should they just be a transaction Broker. Oh, they, I, well, I'm, I mean, in my mind, you have to get into that. I don't know that you would necessarily preface it as this is my favorite place, but I think that you can provide them where they can go to the supermarket, where like what restaurants are available. Hey, here, this is where you can get your bagels. I mean, I, I, I certainly think you need to direct them. Um, I, I guess I'm not what, really What if someone says, her... what's your favorite restaurant in town? Like if you could only eat one place every night, would you oh, answer that God. question? I never answer that question. I never really? answer that question. Never answer that question because I don't have a favorite place in town in this town well, i don't have a favorite town, place in this town. town no i do i have um, a favorite place so bruno, I mean, but, I have, up, bruno? But, I, but i have favorite spots for different for different things like am i looking for like ramen i mean i have a ramen pot spot like i have like a steak spot but you have a ramen spot I, I, the next town over but I, so I, what I'm confused, I, I guess I don't really understand her comment though, too, because I don't know that agents are necessarily giving information about schools. Is she saying that you shouldn't even be directing them to websites, well, like, to, to links? She, well, her, her comment, and this is an Instagram comment. So in, in her Lakefront Mary's you. defense, yes, you, you know, I don't know, you know, it's better when you have a conversation about this stuff and hopefully yeah. we're opening up a bigger conversation for for agents to think about this. She said, if an agent starts to give out info, mm -hmm. you really, you never really know if it's opinion or fact. It could be the basis of redlining. 
So, so even if so the even public if I'm should, send- should always do their, their own research on this kind right. of stuff. I mean, she is referring to crime data. So she's yeah. not referring to what I'm talking about. No, I'm I taking you, it the I'm, next step further. Like, my oh, only so where point does it is, stop? Is, which data can I, can I give and which can I, can I not give? Right. But it sounds like she's even saying that you can't, dire- you can't even direct them to a website to visit because even That's that- what she's saying on yes. crime data. Okay. Yeah. That's okay. what she's saying. Okay. She's saying stay out of crime data like you would stay, stay out, out of- Stay out of all of it. Yeah. Out okay. of, um, you know, the, the love letters in Oregon or something, right? She's saying just stay away from it. Hmm. I, I, I mean, if that, but what, like, hey, call the police station. Like, Nicole, talk do to you the, feel safe here in this neighborhood? Talk to Can you the, answer that question? Talk to the, I, well, I, I, again, I would, and I've, it's so difficult because I do say, like, as a, as a citizen of my town, I feel safe. Yes. Or again, people ask me about like my schools. And I said, as a parent, you know, like I, I, I'm happy with my child's school. See, the school Um, one's easy for me because I just say, Hey, I think all these schools are are doing a terrible job. And then people think I'm a little crazy, but you know, I get out of that whole conversation with, you know, one response there. Oh, Lord. I love it. But I take the bait on the food all the time. I'll, I'll be like, Hey, here's the, you know, here are my favorite restaurants. Here's who I like there. Here's what I don't like about these places. I mean, I get into that conversation all the time. Well, right. I mean, I think you have to give the good with the bad too. I yeah. mean, yeah, but yeah, I, I, uh, I mean, people yeah. are looking, you know, I think one of the values of a real estate agent, people are looking for, to, for a familiarity with that community. And for sure, if their agent isn't somebody who knows everything about that community, you're questioning right. whether they're the right person to work with. They should have, and and I, I think there's a way to talk about everything in an educational way, in a factual way that, I mean, listen, the amount of arrests that happen in a particular community happens to be a fact, right? The arrests either happened or they didn't. Mm-hmm. So that number would be a factual number that you could provide to somebody if you wanted to, right? So I, I don't know. I think there's a, a way to have the conversation about all of these different topics as an agent so that your consumers, your clients know that you actually know the area. Ultimately, people living in a new area, my overall advice is always spend as much time as you can there, you know, even rent for a little bit in the beginning because you can then easy, easier to move, right. you know? So, right. uh, I don't know. It, it's a interesting debate. I, I just it thought it was interesting. quite the racket and quite hilarious that one week later, Trulia wants to make sure that their PR is on the level of Redfin and realtor.com. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't let us fall behind. We're just, as publicly socially conscious as you are have a stance trulia bit you know be somebody out there do something mm. different all right uh marketeer of the week nicole if you watched last week's episode 200 i mm-hmm. beat up on the lenders pretty good i had a lender in, in my instagram when i posted the brawl she said are you talking about me byron because i have gone out with her uh-oh. When she's, you know, uh, under the influence Which, a little bit. And it was, it was just funny because it, it was, it was kind of like an inside joke, but right. 
But what I said last week on episode 200 paraphrase is lenders, you guys have no game. All you're doing is trying to get agents drunk drunk. so that they give you business, right? Right. And Mm -hmm. so on this week's Marketeer of the Week, we do want to highlight a mortgage lender who is actually building a brand, who is doing a fantastic job of generating value for agents by giving them leads because he's generating a ton of leads. That's Scott Betley, better known as That Mortgage Guy on TikTok and Instagram. That Mortgage Guy is the handle. Scott has over 700,000 followers on TikTok. He's got millions and millions of views. He has over 7.4 million likes on TikTok. So he blew up on TikTok, Nicole, doing all the trends, right? Go ahead and tell everybody I'm the man. A lot of the trends. And he told me that he is... Oh, you've, you talked to him? I've talked to Scott. Okay. Talked to him in, uh, in Dallas. I met him uh, when I went out there and saw Tom recently. Okay. And he told me he is generating so many leads that right now they're trying to build a team just to figure out what to do with all these leads. They're, they're licensed in like 40-something different states. 46. He's, he's out of Maryland. 46 states. Yep. Yep. And they've lost about $1.8 million in potential commissions since this spring just by not being able to handle all of these leads wow. and have realtor, uh, real estate, you know, agents that can, can service all these leads, you know, not having those connections, right? In different, different right. states or, or just the, the system to do it, right? So right. that's a better problem to have from a mortgage lender perspective than, I only have one move and that's to get everybody drunk and then I'm going to end up right. fighting people in Atlantic City. That's a better yeah. move. Building a brand where you can actually add value back to your agents. Right. Well, and I, and I think what's really great too about this TikTok, and, and again, we, we talk about brand, we talk about authenticity, we talk about being who you are. And again, I, and we've always said it too, like what we really enjoy about our clients, um, Byron, is that like they're, they're, they're choosing, they're choosing us. They see us, they, they see our video. So if they're calling us, you know, they, they're, they're already sort of sold on us because they know who we are. And that's the same thing in this guy's situation. You know, you know who he is. He's wearing his backward hat. Sometimes he's wearing a, like a, 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 a jersey so oh yeah if, if, doing if that, in his if, house so if you're if you're if 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 if, if you'd rather that than than a, a suit and tie guy like he's your guy so I, I again i i i think it's brilliant again i think he's doing everything he's supposed to be doing and it just solidifies that when you are authentic and approachable the 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 People will come. People will come to you. And that business is so much easier because they're choosing you. They see who you are. You're being who you are. Instead of you going out there and putting on a tie and pretending to be something that you're not and hoping that they'll that they'll choose you. So I enjoyed him. He seems like a young lad. I didn't realize he had a child until I read his his biography here. Um but I I I, I think it's great. By Kudos the to him. by the way, guess what? If you go through his TikTok, guess what yeah. you'll never see a video of Scott talking about? Uh, his family. No, no. Oh, I don't know. What? I didn't watch enough of them. I just his, figured that you hit his mortgage products. Oh, his, well, his rates. Okay, yeah, but he did talk about. He does do rehab videos, though. He talks about that's great educational yes. stuff, right there. But you yes. know, you meet a new lender and they're like, "Hey, can I talk, Nicole? Can I talk to your agents about 
our products, our jumbo loan products, and you just want to throw up in your mouth when they say that. It's like, dude, come on, man. Yeah. You know, come on. Your products, how about you educate them on something that, you know, they they've haven't seen before, a scenario where they can help people realize you know, what they would be saving by buying at this rate other as opposed to another rate, right? Like that's a good tool in the tool belt for an agent, but your jumbo loan product and how quickly you can close it is not one of them. So yeah. props to Scott, that mortgage guy, go follow him. If you're not already on IG on TikTok, he's killing it on both oh, of those Oh, I should get him platforms. on IG. I was, I just yeah, followed him on, on TikTok. I will. Get him on IG. Scott Betley from Maryland. Uh, you are the marketeer of the week, that mortgage guy. All right, next week's episode. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, by the way, do so now. Do it now, please. We're begging you. That would be our gift here mm-hmm. for 2000 to close out 2021. Next week's closeout episode, we're going to talk about Brad's predictions, Brad Inman's predictions, that is, for 2022. We're also going to talk about what else are we going to talk about? We don't know yet. You have to you have to subscribe for that. I have no idea. And uh, and that's what we've got next week to close out this 2021 season of the Real World. Hmm, isn't that sad? No, I'm excited for 22. I'm thrilled for 22. I just it's hap- It's already here. It's like next week, which means Christmas is over. All this lead up to then the shit's over. The holidays are, the- are happening. Uh, between this episode and next yes all this wrapping it's like and then i start dry january so all of january will be very interesting to see how it all turns out it's it's it maybe we should we should be documenting that well i can't wait to do our first january episode with you in studio and while you're about you'll be about five days in the dry january at that point so maybe i'll bring you a if i can actually make it to day five i think i'm on pretty good pace are you doing caffeine what are you doing uh what does that mean i'm doing everything but alcohol Uh, everything but alcohol. i didn't know nothing else yeah people are already taking bets on the over under i think most people don't even think i'm going to make it to the seventh so i got more faith in you in that if people if people want to throw money in places it sounds like there's there's quite a pool going on so if you want to join nicole on dry january have an accountability partner go follow her on instagram and yeah uh, she'll hold you accountable in the dms let's do it yeah again i got some people on the team we got our spa treatments all set up if we make it through so so we're setting ourselves up for success. There you go. I hope. <laughs> All right. I hope everyone has a great holiday. We'll see you on next week's show. Keep it real, guys. See ya.